Hi everyone, welcome to the College Exploration Spotlight Series. My name is Victoria and I work for the Charlotte Mecklenburg Library. Each episode, we're going to be interviewing current or recently graduated students at a variety of schools for teens to learn more about colleges before applying. Finding the right school to fit your wants and needs can be hard, but the library is here to help. Let's have some fun and explore these schools together. All opinions expressed by interviewees are solely their current opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Charlotte Mecklenburg Library or its affiliates. Their opinions are based upon their experiences and information in which they consider to be reliable. Today I'm talking with Maria and Paige. Hi, thank you guys so much for joining me today. Hey. Hi. Thanks for so, having us. What school do you guys attend and where is it located? Uh, we both go to Meredith College in Raleigh, North Carolina. So for anyone who hasn't been to Raleigh before, can you talk about what Raleigh is like? Yeah, so Raleigh is, I guess, suburban, you could call it. There's plenty of places to shop and eat, um, lots of things to do, and we're not very far from downtown Raleigh, but we're also not far from like trails and parks and paths and um, like farmland areas. So I think it's a good mix of the two. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about campus. What campus, like what size campus is it? Would you guys say it's easy to navigate? How long does it take you to get to class, et cetera? Um, our campus is known to be extremely small. <laughs> um, we are a very tiny school, which we, I mean, a lot of that's like one of the biggest, uh, like, I guess, selling points you could say uh, for Meredith is that a lot of people are really looking for that um, community. And at Meredith, because we are so small, the sisterhood really is tight-knit. Um, so it is extremely easy. of our academic buildings are on one side, our resident halls are on the other side. Um, so but you really just walk everywhere to class, um, and it could take you, if you're going from one academic building to the other, at most it's taking you like five, seven minutes if you really are going across campus. But between classes, you're getting there within minutes. Is parking an option for people to on campus? Do you guys have any rules about parking for, you know, different um, years of being on in the school? Oh, yeah. Everyone can um, have a car on campus, even freshmen. And they have um, plenty of commuter spots and resident spots. So most people I know have their cars or are able to keep it here on campus. No problem. That's awesome. So I heard you say one word, and I already know this, but listeners might not. You said sisterhood. So can you explain why you said sisterhood? Um, so Meredith really thrives on the sisterhood, which is what we call our giant uh, campus. Um, you can you, like you also hear people call it like one giant sorority because we don't have Greek life, but because we are an all women's school, it feels like just one giant sorority together. Um, we have a lot of traditions across like throughout the year, and they all differ from depending what year you're here from. So um, this past weekend, I think Paige, you also got yours too. We just received our onyx, which is our class ring that you get your junior year here at Meredith. And it was super exciting. A lot of us celebrated differently just because of COVID. We couldn't have our normal tradition, um, which would usually be a dinner. Um, and so because of that, because of COVID and all that kind of stuff, um, a lot of us got creative and found different ways to celebrate. Some people met up with their other friends from classes in school and celebrate together and watch the live stream. I personally took a mountain trip with my boyfriend and stayed there for the weekend and that's how I celebrated. Um, but we really like the sense of community and because again, we're all, it's an all women's college, it really just feels like a bunch of sisters, uh, which is why we call it our sisterhood. 
That's awesome. I know that I read online that they've allowed some men to come in for the graduate level work. Is that correct? Or do you know? Yeah. So I know that like all undergrad is female, but there is like graduate level, obviously. And then you're going to be interacting with staff, like in faculty of all, you know, sexes. And then being in Raleigh, you're not far from NC State and other schools as well. So I'm sure you guys have plenty of interactions with, you know, males as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You're so not a lot sure. of like girls come in, yeah, come in saying like, is it weird being in an old women's college? Like you never see guys. It's like, no, you see them still pretty often Yeah. Um, for being an all women's college. Like, yes, we do have male staff as well. We have the graduate students who are also on campus from here and there, but they are obviously because it's graduate level, um, they don't stay in any of our dorms or um, on campus apartments. And yes, we also have NC State down the road. So a lot of the girls love to go there. And some of them do have classes over there, which is why they'll still get that um, co-ed interaction. But a lot of us also like going to games and any of the big events over there as well. So you don't miss it too much. But it is also nice to have our own space in community where it's just us and you feel a little bit safer for sure. So you're able to take classes at NC State? Yes. Oh, that's really cool. Um, I just did um, an episode with someone who goes to Morehouse, which is one of the only male colleges left, but it's the only HBCU male, all male college left. And he was talking about um, the ability to take classes between some of the other schools in the Atlanta area. So that's really neat. Yeah, so I know some of the girls definitely take some of the classes. I don't know about all the majors, but I know uh, that we do have a dual engineering program as well that is partnered with NC State. So some of the girls are doing dual majors here at Meredith and at NC State. So I know that's how they're taking classes over there. Oh, that's really cool. So have you guys both um, lived on campus? Are you currently living on campus? Yes, I lived in the dorms my first two years, and then I've been in the apartments my last two years. So we have campus um, apartments called the Oaks. And so it's really cool. It has the apartment amenities without the commute. So I've really enjoyed being close to everything, especially when we had events and stuff on campus. It was so easy and convenient to get to. Um, So I've enjoyed having both of them. And the residence halls, they are um, suite style. So you would share a bathroom with two other girls and your rooms would be connected. That's awesome. So all of them are suite style? Yes. yes, I think there might be one floor that's community style, but the majority is sweet style. That's awesome. And then to have the on-campus apartment option is really nice because not everyone, you know, lives for the the dorm, you know, style life. So there's that opportunity to kind of grow up with it, but still be super close to campus. Yes, yeah, I saw it, oh. it as a good stepping stone because I was out of the dorms, but I wasn't necessarily completely on my own, having to pay rent, having to, you know, figure out all of the extra amenities and stuff like that Absolutely. right from the get go. So it was a good in between. Absolutely. So what is the food like on campus? What type of options do you have? Um, we have a good range of options. We, I mean, we have our, our Belk Dining Hall, that's what we call it. But if you're on campus, you'll just hear everyone abbreviated to BDH. Um, the staff there is super sweet and accommodating, depending on if you have any, like any special dietary restrictions. Um, I ate there for my first two years because I, too, was there for uh, dorms first two years. And now I'm in the Oaks Apartments as well um, for my last two years. And while I was at BDH, eating at BDH, they had, you know, their breakfast in the morning um, and then lunch and dinner. And for lunch, I know they had um, 
just like more home style cooking, um, more fast food kind of type. They also do have like a vegetarian and a vegan section. So they also provide that and some other options. And if you happen to come in with any special, again, dietary restrictions, I know you can talk to um, the chefs themselves and they would work out something with you. That's awesome. Do you guys have all like the quick service, like fast food type options as well? Yeah, we have something called the Beehive in the Kate Center, which is kind of the student center for us. And they have kind of grab and go stuff that you can get. But on specific days, they have Chick-fil-A come in and then they also have pizza as well. Awesome. So can you guys each tell me about your best faculty experience? Um, so I'm doing a French minor. That's one of my minors. And so the professor that I see a lot is uh, Professor Machelidon, which is the head of the department of the language department. And she is extremely nice, very sweet. She's been really working with us um, because again, we are such a small school. So then everyone in their like little subgroups of minors and majors are getting even smaller. Um, And there's not too many of us in the language department, um, at least for French there isn't. Um, and right now I'm at the last bit of my minor doing the 300 levels. I just have this class that I'm taking right now, one more to go to finish it off. Um, but she's been super nice to all of us and asking, okay, like we, um, I know you guys are graduating soon. What kind of classes do you guys want us to offer next semester or the other semester so that you guys can finish in time? And that would still be really interesting to you. Um, and she's also the reason that one of the uh, professors that recommended me to be a French tutor at the, our learning center here on campus. And so this past week or so, it was um, Tutor Appreciation Week. And the Learning Center sent us a little like personalized note from just their overall message and as well as some of the messages that specific professors sent to some of us. And so for mine, I did get my little message from her in French saying that she was really glad to have me in class. She was really glad that I was uh, tutoring as well. And that if I ever needed a recommendation, she'd do it with like in a heartbeat. And that was just really nice to hear from staff. Um, But you would literally almost could never say anything back from any of the stuff that you interact here at Meredith because that was another big like thing that brought me to the college was just how sweet everyone was and how they were truly invested in getting to know you what you were interested in and how you were doing in classes um, but I've worked pretty closely with Dr. Meshley Donner so that's who I think of with my faculty experience. That's awesome. I totally agree I love the faculty it's honestly hard for me to pick just one experience, so I may talk about it as a whole combination, if that's okay. That's perfectly fine. Um, so my experience has been wonderful. One professor in particular, I had her my freshman year, and I contracted her class for honors as part of the honors program. And ever since then, we just somehow just became connected. And so I ended up doing research with her. I wrote my thesis with her as my advisor. And now I'm hoping to take another class with her before I graduate, but I've even, she's even had me babysit her kids. Like it was just a great, she totally cared about me as a person and my future goals. Um, She's written recommendation letters for me as I'm considering graduate school. So it's just been a very supportive and encouraging environment by far. That's awesome. Yeah. And someone else that comes to mind, I had her for one of my freshman classes as well. And then I became her teacher's assistant for the classes to come. And we talk on a weekly basis and she not only cares about my academic successes, but my family and everything that's going on for me as a person. So 
I feel very valued as a person at Meredith and as a student and not just, um, you know, one in the masses. I really think it's um, you're valued as a person and as a strong, you know, educated woman. That's got to be like a really fantastic feeling to know how valued you are by your professors and to get that kind of feedback and to have those interactions where you know, like how they, you know, value you and how like they actually care and that like that feeling because it fosters a better learning environment for sure. Oh, yes. It has blown me away. Um, Even from the little things to just before all of this COVID stuff, seeing them in their office and just kind of walking by and just saying, hey, or asking what they've been up to, or they'll check on me. It just means so much um, because things can get very overwhelming. So to know that you have that support system here, it just, it means the world to us. Absolutely. So I know campus life is probably very different right now because of COVID, but what was, what is campus life typically like? Um, I mean, we have, I, like I, um, we do have our, our athletic teams. We do have a couple of those. Um, like I said, we don't have any Greek life because it just feels like one giant sorority. But within that, you get a lot of the traditions that come with it. So you have a couple of your freshman year, um, some um, sophomore and junior. I mean, they go all throughout the So like every year you have something to look forward to. And a lot of us don't like to spoil too many of those traditions just because mm-hmm. Or like you hear everyone say, you just have to experience it, which is you do. You just have to experience it. It's a very sweet moment. And sometimes like it feels nice to not know what you're going into um, because it just makes it a little bit more special. Um, but one of the other big things that I always think of when I think of Meredith is our Big Sis Little Sis program, which is when in your freshman year you get assigned a big sister from the junior class. Um, and they're really like that person to help you, another person to guide you through the whole like college, moving into college kind of type of life. Um, and I'm really close with my big sis. Um, she, her name is Kelly and I know she is now, uh, she graduated last year, this past year and is now working as a teacher, which I'm super proud of her for. Cause I know this was like a really big thing for her. Um, and a lot of the traditions you can do with your big sis and this just, uh, they add to the specialness of it. Um, but again, and there's constantly um, like there's a we have a lot of clubs. We have over 100 clubs on campus um, and you like any person you meet on here is at least involved in one um, or they're either in doing um, any of the like dance groups or theater. So there, a lot of us are definitely involved in something around campus and there's always campus events going around. Again, we have our traditions that go out through the whole year. Unfortunately, because of COVID, a lot of those have had to change and we've had to change the format, but we're still figuring it out. We're going, we're in this together and we're figuring out how to still keep that specialness of the campus going. Um, but yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a great, um, great supply or great variety of ways to get involved. There's um, honor societies, a bunch of different clubs that she harped on. Um, and you can study abroad when that gets back up and rolling. I know a lot of students that has made their Meredith experience even better. Um, but the Big Sis Little Sis program was also a great mentorship for me. I learned a lot from my Big Sis and we still stay very connected. They typically pair you it, you can base your preferences on if you want it to be what you enjoy doing as far as hobbies or if you want a big sis based on the same major or career path. But we just had a lot in common and it was just something that I really valued at Meredith. And I think it helped me feel at home and stay on the right track as far as where I was headed and what my next step should be since freshman year is very overwhelming. 
Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that really, the big sis, little sis thing really does like emphasize that whole school kind of sorority aspect, because I do know that the big sister, little sister thing is a part of a sorority. I wasn't a part of one, but I do know that that is an aspect. So it really does create bonds between all the different years as well. Yeah. And it's opened up to the whole school. So it's not where you have to apply and be, you know, accepted or anything like that. And I think that's why I love it even more is everyone at Meredith can be involved in it if that's something they want to be a part of. Absolutely. So you guys have each talked a little bit about like kind of major minor stuff. What are your majors and minors and what's that curriculum like? Um, Are there any special requirements for your program that you need to complete before you graduate? Um, So I am a computer science major and then triple minoring in uh, French, graphic design, and math. And so that seems like a lot, but the way I was able to get through a lot of this is because, again, like I said, I'm from Charlotte, um, and I graduated from Cato Middle College. So I came in with my associate's degree, which took out all the gen eds that I had to take. Um, And so that's how I was able to include a lot more other stuff onto my curriculum. and some of the stuff like for the math and computer science have uh, some of the classes like fulfill their requirements for both. So then that like lessens the load a little bit more. Um, but I'm also using, um, again, I came, so I'm backtracking so much, I'm sorry. You're fine. Um, for French, um, I also came from an immersion school back in, uh, for middle school, went to Waddell Language Academy. So I've been studying French for a while. So then I was able to test out and get ahead on that French minor as well. So I have had, haven't had to do as many classes uh, for that French minor as well. Um, so I found ways to lessen the load and still add more to my curriculum. And I know a lot of girls here, like they've have found way, like so many different combinations and ways to really make their curriculum to what they want to learn. Um, I don't think there's like two people on campus who are doing the exact same thing just because everyone comes from a range of backgrounds um, academically wise. And um, we all are interested in different things. Again, you hear me say like a bunch of different things that you might not think go together, like computer science, but also French. It's like I've known French for a while now. I wanted to finish it and really like continue studying it. But then my graphic design like fulfills my creative side and I in the end game, I wish to become, like, I hope I become a web developer. So I'm hoping to mix that computer science and the graphic design skills into one. Um, and I also love math a lot. So I wanted to finish off it as well. So just in case I decided to go into a different patch, just because computer science is such a broad um, like job area. Um, and I wasn't sure still at the beginning what I wanted to do yet. But now that I've narrowed it down a bit, I know I want to go into web dev. So that's why I have all of those combining into one kind of type of thing. But again, there's a lot of uh, just ways you can go about it on campus there. The staff is very supportive on what you want to do and they will help you out and say, okay, like if you want to do this, then I would suggest like these type of classes uh, or maybe talk to this um, staff um, and they can like guide you in the right direction for what you want to do. Again, like Paige said, we there's she, uh, people have done research on campus as well and that's open to everybody. You don't have to be upper, like an upperclassman. You can start doing research from freshman year, which is amazing. That really um, is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That really is amazing, honestly. Um, so does any of your programs, because you are involved in so many specific things, do they have any special factors that, like of things you need to accomplish before you graduate? Does the school have anything that you have to do, like an internship requirement or anything? Or is it just the regular requirements for the majors and minors? 
Uh, for most of them, you just have to have the regular requirements. I mean, uh, for computer science, for sure, you need to have your internship. That's one of the like classes you have to fulfill per se um, is have that internship um, okay. at least once. And that fulfills your at three credits, which you can retake forever. How many credits you end up, I guess, working out with um, your internship company and Meredith and all that kind of stuff. Um, for French, again, you just have to have, at least for the minor, you just have to have a certain amount of credits. So I got ahead with some of the basic level, like more entry level kind of French classes. So now I'm taking more 300 level classes like I've taken phonetics I'm taking a basics and translation class right now um, but once you get to those 300 levels it's just up to you what you want to learn more about and so I was really interested in possibly going into translation with the French minor uh, which is why I took the class now um, but I know there's some other classes more focused on just the, the cultural aspect of France and all that kind of stuff um, for math just again your regular requirements just have a certain amount of classes done you have your curriculum and for graphic design, same thing. It's just that obviously for graphic design, you are doing more bigger projects um, that you're having to learn a lot of different programs with for whatever you're wanting to go into. Absolutely. I agree with Maria. I love math, but I went as far as to major in it. And um, <laughs> I'm double majoring in that and psychology. Very different, but they're great in their own ways for me. I would say the curriculum is rigorous, at least for math. It is kicking my butt this semester, mm -hmm. at least. Um, but the support of the faculty and the class sizes is really great to work with your classmates and collaborate. And you generally get really close with students in your major because as you get more into your major classes, they become smaller class sizes. So you get to know everyone by name. And a lot of times you work with them on projects and stuff. That's really uh, cool. Yeah, it is really great. Um, like Maria said, math does not have an internship or research requirement, but psychology has something called the ACE, and that is either a research topic or an internship that is required. They used to require a portfolio, but they don't anymore. Um, but I did my thesis in psychology, and that counted as my ACE, as you could call it. Okay. Yeah, I mentioned earlier the honors program as well. If anyone happens to be interested in that, you apply for it before you begin at Meredith and you'll start your freshman year. They have specific classes that they ask you to complete, like English 111 um, and a couple of colloquium classes, which are just very unique um, ways to expand your knowledge. I took one on farm workers and how the food gets from the farm to the table. And then I took another one that was on the history and culture of hair. So very <laughs> elaborate classes, but very cool. And they can count for different things in your gen eds. And as an honors program student, you are required to complete a thesis. So a lot of things overlap with your major. So you're able to kind of double dip. It doesn't add too much to your plate, but it does make it tougher and um, more intense as a student. Yeah, but it sounds like really cool. Like those classes sound extremely unique. So that's interesting. Yeah, sure. not something I think I would have taken otherwise. So it was really cool. Yeah, and you the can honors sure say not, they're oh. not like the type of course you look at and you're like, yeah, I'm going to take that like for sure. But, you know, I'm sure you learned a lot of really cool stuff. <laughs> I did. I learned more about my hair. <laughs> um, and then the honors program on the side, they offer things like a fall trip that they try to go on for a weekend. They went to Charleston and DC, depending on different years, and that was cool. And they try to just offer opportunities for you to get 
connected with people as you look for jobs. They, um, it's another advisor that will work with you on your classes and just another faculty, another way to help you reach your goals. So I've enjoyed the benefits of the honors program. That's awesome. So for each of you, were there any specific factors that led you to choose Meredith over any other schools that you guys might have applied to? I felt at home when I toured Meredith. I was kind of against it at first, to be honest, because I was like, all women, you know, like that's not going to be a full college experience. It's different from high school. Am I going to be sheltered and all of that? But I just felt at home and very valued, like I've mentioned before. Campus was really beautiful. That caught my eye. It's very traditional and historic. And so I liked that, you know, old aspect of it. My mom went here. So I also had heard about the traditions and all the cool things in addition to my education. So that's why Meredith stuck out to me than other schools in the area. That's awesome. Yeah, for me it was also just how close it was um, to Charlotte. It's It was super easy for my freshman year. I did a lot of just taking the train home and that didn't take that long. And I could see my family every break. Um, which was very nice. But then I also got that nice separation from my, like from Charlotte and my family and to be a little bit more independent by myself. Um, as like Paige said, like campus is absolutely beautiful. It's a lot more green. If you like, you will see people walk like through our campus just to like have a walk um, because it almost looks like a, a nice combination of a park. It's so pretty here. There's a lot of green that you see. And like now that it's starting to get to fall and the leaves are changing, it's so it's such a nice view um, to have from the rooms. Um, again, I was really interested on just how one, just how small class sizes are, because I've always ha came from schools that had small class class, si eh, class sizes. Sorry. Um, but and thinking about going into college and knowing that there are classes that are like 100, 200, 300 students in them, I wasn't completely thrilled by the idea just because I like having that close connection to my professors and knowing who they are. And it lessens the anxiety of maybe having to go to them if you need help. Because um, I know for other schools, it's like they won't know exactly who you are and might not know how to best help you. Whereas here, the faculty have gotten to know you. They know like your learning style. They know how to go about things. Um, so it's a little bit more personalized. Um, and also just how, again, it's just every once you get here, you just, everyone's really nice. This was what stuck out to me when I came for my uh, college visit. I took the, again, when I came to visit this college, I came by myself um, <clears throat> because my parents were working and my siblings were still in school. So they couldn't just drop everything and like come with me. So I came up here by myself and everyone was really welcoming and sweet. All the girls here are very nice and are trying to make sure that you get all the information that you need. And if, even if they weren't even in the same major as you that you wanted to go into, they'd say, okay, well, I don't know particularly like about that, but I know who might be able to help you with this. Like, let me let, like write down their email or their contact information so that you can get in touch with them. It's just, it's very nice to know that um, people are trying to be helpful and you just aren't like another student to add to their roster of like, look how many students we have here kind of type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's got to be a great feeling to know that you've got, you know, that sisterhood and the faculty support, like that support surrounding you. It's awesome. Yeah. I think too, being one of the only all women's colleges around in the area too, just made mm -hmm. me feel like I would be strong and I would be just as valued as, 
you know, employee one day because all because I'm a woman doesn't mean, you know, anything less. So I think knowing that they would value that and that means a lot to them as a school, it stuck out to me as well for my education. I love that. All right. So my last question for you guys, what do you wish you had known that an incoming or prospective student can benefit from? It's okay not to know exactly what you want to do when you come. I feel like we talked about this, but everyone's journey is different. You may study abroad. You could change majors multiple times or even career paths. And maybe you come to a school and then you end up transferring, whether it be Meredith or another school. Um, So don't worry about if you don't know exactly what you want to do. It does work itself out. I started out not wanting to major in math. I was like, I'm just going to minor in it because I have a couple classes counted towards it. Why not? And I kind of pushed it off because I was looking too far to my future career that I think I want to do, which was occupational therapy. And then as I got more into it, I was like, well, I guess I should follow my interest and it could lead me to my career in a different way. So now I'm considering maybe research in occupational therapy because of my math and statistics background. So it's really okay not to know exactly what you want to do. For sure. And like, does the other thing is don't compare yourself to other people. Everyone, again, like we've said, is going on in their own journey. It's completely different, even within your own same major. Um, I have friends here on campus and friends that go to state that are also in computer science and they're all doing completely different things. And you might think like, oh, like maybe what I'm doing is not as complicated or as techy or as like, I don't know, cool as what they're doing. But it's just because we all have really different interests. Um, I really want to get that creative side in my work as well, which is why I'm going into web development, where some of my friends are going for software engineering and all that kind of stuff. It's like, don't compare yourself because then it, puts you down when it shouldn't again everyone's different and that's absolutely great um it's you can change your mind once and you can change your mind a thousand times and as long as you are working towards finding what makes you happy that's really what's important and this isn't even specific specific to Meredith it's just the college life itself you will see some people who come in and knew what they wanted to do right off the bat uh, whereas you see other people who change their minds so many times in in the end if they make them happy then like all the power to them because that's really what you want you don't want to get stuck in a career that you either like your friends may be pushed you into doing because you wanted to be in the same classes as them or um your parents or what you thought you should be doing I thought I had to be doing engineering and it's like no that's not what makes like fulfills me like the most I want to do something else and that's okay um and don't be afraid to reach out for help, whether that's staff or your friends or your family or just, I don't know, spiritually anything, whatever helps you get through this, especially during these times with COVID, which I know is really making things a lot harder for everyone in all grade levels. And I know like it's very daunting for high school students to th- even fathom the college process just because of how everything is going. It's like, don't be afraid to reach out. And um, again, a lot of our colleges like will have programs where they can connect you to students on campus if you want to know a little bit more about something specific and you don't want to hear maybe from a staff member, but somebody who might give you a little bit more of a real answer, go for it. Um, Just don't be afraid to take that chance is what I would say. Absolutely. I love all of that advice. Well, thank you guys so much for talking with me today. It was great to learn more about Meredith and I wish you guys both the best of luck on the rest of your year. Thank you so much.
The library wants to be able to help teens on their journey as best we can. So for more information about College and Career Connections, please visit Charlotte Mecklenburg Library's website, cmlibrary.org teens, and also check out the Career Exploration Spotlight podcast series. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. If you loved what you just heard or know someone who would, please share it. Take a screenshot of the episode and share it on social media and don't forget to tag us. Last but not least, if you want to lend your personal support to what we're doing, leave a review on your podcast provider. Tune in every other week for a new episode of the College Exploration Spotlight series, and we'll see you then.